morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Tuesday, March 2nd, 2021, brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Finally, once and for all, take control of your dental health. Call the great Dr. Mike O'Neill, 317-849-2933. I started going there 27 years ago. I'm never going anywhere else. I've never gone anywhere else since then. Dr. Mike O'Neill, absolutely the best. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. They are six steps away from a Super Bowl. Here's the perfect offseason. They already got their quarterback in Carson Wentz. You know what? We're going to see what kind of move that was. If that doesn't work out, none of the rest makes any damn difference, right? Carson Wentz has got to play to the standards he set in 2017, 18, and 19. He cannot revisit 2020. If he does that, the third rounder from this year and the second or first rounder next year, that is chump change for a quarterback of that quality. Here are the other steps that the Colts need to make if they want to play in a Super Bowl. They have got to sign Trent Williams. Trent Williams is one of the best offensive tackles in the game of football. He would slide in at left tackle as a perfect replacement for Anthony Costanzo. Drafting a guy at 21 to step in and play at that spot. What a crapshoot that would be. you got about a 50-50 chance of finding a guy who's going to be able to uh, Phil Costanzo's shoes, you know Trent Williams can, at least for a year. But you've got to find another guy to be able to slide in there long term. And I think they can do that with the 54th overall pick. That is Walker Little. That's a left tackle out of Stanford, big, rangy, and a guy with a terrific NFL pedigree. His grandfather and great uncle both drafted in the NFL. He is big. He is smart. He's a leader, a good dude. And he would fit and and be able to learn under Trent Williams for a year or two as Trent Williams kind of plays out the string at a really, really high level. He's going to be 33 years old, but he's still playing. Pro Football Focus ranked him the top tackle in the NFL last year. So you do those two things. You re-sign Xavier Rhodes and Moali Cox. Once you've got good guys, you keep good guys. Xavier Rhodes showed himself to be the player that he was as a pro bowler with the Minnesota Vikings as he came here. Not the guy who really got exposed to Minnesota somehow, not used correctly, came to the Colts and played really, really good football. Signed him, signed Mo Ali Cox. Colts turned him into a football player, for God's sake, from a basketball player. Bring him back. Uh, then you go out and you sign Allen Robinson. The Colts don't do this. It's not something they do, but I think they need a number one receiver, and it's not T.Y. Hilton anymore. So you go out and you get Allen Robinson. T.Y.'s got to go finish his career someplace else if he wants to play or sign a lowball deal to stay here. But Allen Robinson comes in as the big horse. You got him on one edge. You've got uh, Michael Pittman Jr. on the other. And then in the slot, I've got him taking 2-2 Atwell from Louisville, 5-9, Kind of a one of those guys, little guy, can catch, get out in space, run, make people miss. I like Tutu Atwell a lot. You take him with the 45th overall pick. You need an edge rusher. That's John uh, Tryon out of Washington, who you take at 33. I've got him trading down from 21 to 33 and 45 with the Jaguars. Is that going to happen? Are you going to make that deal within your division? If you say no, I get it. I'm not going to argue with you. You rarely do that kind of thing. But those numbers line up right, right? 21 for 33 and 45, that makes sense. And the bounty you can get back with Tryon and Atwell 
makes all kinds of sense too. So those are the six steps to the Super Bowl. I laid it out for you. Chris Ballard's got this huge staff out on 56th Street. I just did it. Took about a week. Looked at guys, tried to figure out exactly what to do, how it fit together, and here's what we came up with. Chris, take the information, run with it, go to a Super Bowl. Don't have to credit me. All I need, I need a front row seat at the championship parade, and, and I want the Lombardi Trophy for a day. That's all I want. Do those things. Follow the Sterling plan for building a champion. Give me the trophy for a day, and we'll call it even. Uh, Indiana, Michigan State tonight, up in East Lansing. Indiana, they need one of these last two games. Hey, year after year, I keep saying this is a must win. This is a must win. This, they lost their last three. They were all must wins, right? Well, this, I think, is really a must win because on uh, this weekend, they play at Purdue, and I don't think you're going to win that game. You got to win one of these last two if you want to go to the NCAA tournament. If you win this game, I think you go. I think it's kind of a win and in type thing. If Michigan State wins, I think they get in the NCAA tournament. If Indiana wins, I think they get in. So that's what's on the line tonight. Now, Michigan State about a week and a half ago beat Indiana uh, 78-71. Gabe Brown was terrific in that game, four of eight from threes. Aaron Henry was really, really good, uh, 27 points against IU, the the Ben Davis product showing the Hoosiers that maybe they should have paid a little bit more attention to Aaron Henry when he played in high school. Um, Trace Jackson Davis had 34 in that game because Tom Izzo didn't double team. He just left Trace Jackson Davis. You know what? You get 40, go ahead and get 40. You're not going to beat us if you get 40. Indiana's going to have to hit threes if they're going to beat us. That's what Tom Izzo said. And they took away the threes minus Armand Franklin, who had a decent night. But Armand Franklin, he's got that ankle, that foot ankle type thing. We'll see if he's able to go tonight. I think it's important that he does. If he goes, they got a chance. Uh, We'll see. Indiana got off to a good start. Good starts are not good for Indiana, evidently. The last three games, I think they've gotten off to good starts. Um, uh, Against Michigan State, they were up 19-6 early. And then uh, all hell broke loose, and Indiana wound up losing that game at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Pacers, they got trucked last night in Philly. It was not pretty from start to finish. 130-114, to the 76ers win. Uh, Doug McDermott lost part or all of a tooth, kind of got elbowed. It was ugly. I hate that. That's just awful, right? Archie Miller, I got to tell you, I think it's 50-50. I I think Indiana, the the $10.5 million is a lot of cash for a cash-strapped university. As they've dealt with COVID and losses due to COVID, they're putting the arm on alums and saying, please, write us a check. Help us maintain our staff, not athletics, just overall with the university. I don't think they're in a position to squander $10.5 million to make Archie not coach at Indiana. We'll see. I, I, you know what? I got to tell you, if they don't do it, if they don't make a change, if Archie loses tonight and then loses this weekend in, at Purdue and then does what Indiana always does in the Big Ten tournament and they don't make a change, you're going to see malaise and apathy among fans of Indiana basketball like you've never seen it before. Archie Miller is not a good salesman of the program. Let's face it, he does not like picking up the phone and doing media ever, ever, ever. And so selling the program in the way you have to do it, it nauseates me to see a guy sell the program. But you know what? A little bit of personality goes a long way with us, and I see none from Archie Miller. 
That's not a good thing. If you got no personality, you better be a hell of a coach. And, and Archie Miller, at least to the public, his personality leaves me wanting. Um, the Pacers, they're not in good shape. They, they're 15 and 18 right now. They've got a game tomorrow night against the Cavs and Thursday night back at Bankers Life Fieldhouse against the Denver Nuggets. Then the All-Star break, and then they got 8 of 10 on the road. It could all unravel quickly. Karis LeVert, please heal. TJ Warren, please heal. May God's little figures come down from above and heal you, please. Um, yeah, that's my Ricky Bobby doing uh, grace when he's, he's talking about little baby Jesus. <laughs> little baby Jesus, bless this, this feast of Kentucky Fried Chicken and Taco Bell. Uh, sectionals start tonight. That's great news. If you can, go. They're relaxing kind of the COVID protocols, and that's a good thing. Uh, we get to go out and live a normal life, which we enjoy. J.J. Uh, Watt, he has signed a two-year deal to join the Arizona Cardinals. Two years, $31 million, 23 of it guaranteed. You know what? Whether he can get on the field or not, that's the problem with the Arizona Cardinals. I'm just glad he didn't play it anymore for the Houston Texans. Twice a year against J.J. Watt for all these years has been enough. Still a game wrecker. I don't care if he plays 15, 20 snaps a game. Still a game wrecker. Cubs, they won their spring opener yesterday. one nothing against the Padres. David Bodie scored the winning run. Uh, Kyle Hendricks, pretty good in two innings. We'll start paying real attention when the real games start, I suppose. I got to tell you, I'm not stoked for the Cubs at all. What are they going to be? They're going to be less than they were, right? No Darvish, no Lester, no Schwarber. Who have they replaced him with? Jock Peterson? And, and uh, you know, who, who's going to pitch, for God's sake? The bullpen, what do they got? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, there you go. Uh, birthdays today. Andy Card, the great Andy Card, celebrating a birthday. Brent Schwartz, happy birthday. Cat Anderson, the great Claudette Pickens, accountant to the stars. Happy birthday, Claudette. Ron Sanders, Kano Mercent. Happy birthday, the great Paul Mendenhall, living in the lap of luxury in retirement, no longer the morning guy at WTTS. Fantastic career for Paul Mendenhall, keeping himself busy, I'm sure. The great Mark Roth, celebrating a birthday, one of the finest counselors in the history of Camp Menominee. Uh, ben Cruz and Zach Skorik. Happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that is best done with an honest and specific compliment. Pick each other up. Lift each other. Don't pull each other down. Be nice to one another on, on social media. Make it a place where people want to be instead of a place where people are going, you know what? Do I really need to be on Twitter anymore? Do I really need to put myself in the crosshairs of all this idiocy? You know what? You got to be careful who you follow and who you allow to follow you. Be, it's kind of like living in a neighborhood. You know what? Choose your neighborhood wisely. We get to do that with Twitter. 